We've made it through another week. Welcome in to y'all, the show all about the South. I'm your host, John Rawl, and on this Friday edition of y'all, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sit back and enjoy the end of the week. We've got our Friday free for y'all coming up in hour two, and our Friday montage of great tunage. <laughs> That's coming your way at the start of hour two, so you don't want to miss it. Also, we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo coming up, and that'll be a fun surfing of the internet and finding great southern banter all over the world wide web and social media. You won't want to miss that. A lot of good food ideas and comments about food coming up in hashtag hullabaloo today. Today, we'll wrap up this episode of y'all with a look at the movie theater, eight brand new movies hitting the big screen today. So we've got a lot of movies for you to choose from. Plus, we'll look at golf as the Open Championship is going on in Scotland right now. And Southerner Jordan Spieth is over there trying to defend his title. And he's got a lot of competition. And we'll give you a little primer of what's going on across the pond in hour two before we sign off today's show with From Dixie with love. Here in hour one, we're going to have more coverage of SEC football media days. As that wrapped up yesterday in Atlanta, we'll hear from the head coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores, Derek Mason, as his Commodores look to get a little bit better this year. And he's feeling pretty confident about the black and gold. So we'll have info on the doors coming up. Plus, South Carolina head football coach Will Muschamp is going to be on a little later this hour and talk about the Garnet and Black of South Carolina. And they've got a really good quarterback in Jake Bentley. He'll be a third-year starter in Columbia. We'll have info on that. And teaser, Will Muschamp talks about chocolate cake. Yeah, don't want to miss that. That's coming up here in the next segment of today's Y'all Show. Now on Y'all, we'll take a look around the South at our headlines across Dixie and sad news from the Secret Service as a 42-year-old agent, Noel Edward Remagen, who was from Terra Alta, Virginia, died while in service in the Secret Service this past weekend in Scotland. He was assigned to Ambassador Bolton, who's now in the Trump administration, and he passed away unexpectedly in Scotland at Trump's golf resort. He had a stroke, it looks like. They found him responsive on Sunday at Turnberry in Scotland, and he went to a hospital where he later died. He grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, and just a, a, a just a terrible situation as a Secret Service agent, only 42 years old, dies unexpectedly after reportedly a stroke. So I want to keep the Secret Service in our thoughts and prayers and, and his family. Noel Edward Ramagan, age 42, dying while on assignment with the president and ambassador John Bolden in Scotland. President Trump's vice president, Mike Pence, he's going to be heading to Atlanta tomorrow. He'll attend a rally in Macon to support Secretary of State Brian Kemp's bid for governor. Kemp is in a runoff this coming Tuesday against Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle in the Republican runoff for for governor of the Peach State. Trump highlighted Kemp's stance on illegal immigration and support for gun rights. And Trump 
kind of surprised me and many others when he sent a tweet out this week in support of Brian Kemp. And Kemp, of course, uh, already in the administration in the state of Georgia as Secretary of State, but now trying to become governor. Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle, I would have thought, would have been an easy shoe-in for governor as he's been the lieutenant governor under Nathan Deal for many years now. And I think he's even from Gainesville, Georgia, which is where Governor Deal's from. So I would assume those two are very, very close. But, and, and by the way, Cagle just got an endorsement from Governor Deal. No surprise there. But Trump, Trump's deal. And uh, whenever President Trump came out in support of Brian Kemp this week, that really had some heads being scratched. And I think, I think Kemp's got a very good chance to win on Tuesday in Georgia during their primary on the Republican side. The winner of Tuesday's runoff faces Democrat Stacey Abrams in November. But Mike Pence heading to Macon on Saturday to do a rally in support of Secretary of State Brian Kemp of Georgia. To the Palmetto State of South Carolina and farmers there in Newberry County are seeing an effect of all of the tariff shenanigans going on as commodities like corn and soybeans are being, a, they're, they're just kind of having a hard time selling them across the world, and the crops aren't able to bring in a profit right now. Since May, the price of soybeans has dropped 20%, or about $2 per bushel, according to the South Carolina Department of Agriculture. Because of this, farmers are bracing for big losses and profit once crops are harvested this fall. One Newberry County farmer says that rumors, since rumors started about the tariffs from China, the value of the commodity has dropped significantly. Earlier this month, the U.S. placed 25% tariffs on $34 billion in Chinese imports. China then retaliated with taxes on an equal amount of U.S. products, including soybeans. So the effects of this tariff brouhaha going on between the U.S. and China now being felt by soybean farmers in the Deep South not just in the Midwest. Not good there if you're a farmer. However, Trump has said that they will be able to make it up somehow. And I can tell you, Newberry County in South Carolina, not far from Columbia, and other southern states where you have soybean and row farming, Trump country, Trump supporters. So you got to think that Trump is possibly going to help them out. We'll see. We'll see. Trump's got other problems right now besides China. <laughs> now to the state of Louisiana, and the sign-up period for the Pelican State's November 6th primary election started Wednesday and now goes through today. The top of the ballot will include all six U.S. House races and to race to fill the open Secretary of State's seat. The candidates who have qualified so far are for Secretary of State from Pearl River, A.G. Crow, and Renee Fontenot-Free, a Democrat from Baton Rouge. A lot of House district races are out there, too, including the 6th District. Justin DeWitt, a Democrat from Baton Rouge, on the ballot. Supreme Court, 1st District, Greg Guidry, the incumbent Republican, New Orleans. So the primary election going on in Louisiana, November 6th. Louisiana, as you may know, they kind of have a different date for their politics. Oftentimes, they don't even have elections for governor and stuff till like December, if memory serves me correctly. They, I don't understand quite what they uh, do there in, in the parishes of Louisiana. But again, sign-up period for Louisiana's November 6th primary election started Wednesday, runs through Friday. Good 
good afternoon, South. Well, that's not quite Adrian Cronauer, but the real Adrian Cronauer, who was made famous by the Robin Williams film Good Morning Vietnam, unfortunately in Norfolk, Virginia this week, he passed away at the age of 79. Cronauer died from an age-related illness. He had lived in Troutville, Virginia, and died at a local nursing home during his service as a U.S. Air Force sergeant in Vietnam in 1965 and 66. Cronauer opened his Armed Forces radio show with the phrase, Good morning, Vietnam. And Hollywood actor Robin Williams made the refrain famous in that 1987 film, Good Morning, Vietnam, loosely based on Cronauer's time in Saigon. So Virginian Adrian Cronauer of Good Morning Vietnam fame. And sadly, we lost Robin Williams the other year to suicide, which was a travesty. What a, what a brilliant, brilliant comedian. Down to Nashville, Tennessee's Metro government, former Metro Councilman Lionel Green has died at the age of 37 years old. Earlier this year, Green was convicted of trying to coerce a witness in an assault case. He was sentenced to two years of probation just last month. Back in 2015, Green was shot several times at a gas station in West Nashville. We don't have a cause of death yet for Green's death here this week. Again, former Metro Nashville Councilman Lonnie L. Green dies at the age of 37. Mm, that is way too young. Now to a horrible story coming from the state of Missouri. A Kansas City area woman who lives in Independence, Missouri, she's been charged with letting men rape her two-year-old daughter. Azzy Watson was charged this week with child abuse and endangerment. Documents from the court say Watson's boyfriend recorded Watson talking about repeatedly taking her daughter to a house where her daughter was raped about five times. She says on the recording that she watched. What a horrible person, if, if true, and just another example of how screwed up some people are in the world. Watson remains in the county jail there outside of Kansas City. Her bail is set at $75,000. And if, if true, she needs to sit in that jail a long, long time. My gosh, how horrible. Now to one of those do what stories? <laughs> a Texas A&M University Kingsville professor brought a bag of dead cockroaches to a city council meeting in Corpus Christi last month to complain about the vegetation planted along Ocean Drive. Well, that sounds a little bit weird there, okay? Well, she's followed that up with another appearance at a city council meeting. But this time, Patricia Palastri dressed as a cockroach at the city council meeting in an attempt to bring attention to the influx of roaches and rodents near a major Corpus Christi road after new vegetation was planted. She said the resident's safety is at risk by cockroaches and other rodents attracted to the streets, palm trees, and bushes. I assume she is a PhD. So Dr. Palastri, good effort on your costume, your cockroach costume. I don't know if they sell that at Walmart or not, but it gets a lot of attention and it certainly bring attention to the fact that there's a lot of roaches and rodents in Corpus Christi, Texas. Remember, Corpus Christi was ground zero in last year's Hurricane Harvey that came through South Texas. And perhaps that's part of the reason we've seen an influx of cockroaches 
and rodents and more. We heard earlier this week on the Y'all Show, a town called Clute, Texas is holding next weekend the Great Texas Mosquito Festival. And I know there's been an uptick. <laughs> you like that? that? That is definitely intended uptick, but I should have said up mosquito. An up mosquito of activity in Clute when it comes to big old skeeters flying around. Well, just down the Gulf Coast and Corpus Christi, yes, they got more than mosquitoes that are driving people like Patricia Palastri crazy. Two years ago, I had a rough time of it, okay? And I'm sure all of you listening have had times in your life where they just haven't been all that good. Well, I had a rough, rough, rough deal two years ago. But one of the highlights of my rough year was for a while, I got to live in a 10-story building in downtown Memphis, Tennessee, a place I never thought I would ever live, and I never thought if I lived in Memphis, I would be living in the downtown portion of the Bluff City. Not really on my list of places I wanted to, to live, but again, in life sometimes you get thrown curveballs, and I was thrown a major curveball two years ago, and I had a friend help me out and gave me a place to live for a time. And I, I said, thank you very much because his apartment was vacant. I, I moved into this place in downtown Memphis. Every day when I looked out the window from high above my apartment there in Memphis, I looked down and there was a beacon of hope coming from the east. And it wasn't AutoZone Park and it wasn't Graceland, it wasn't FedEx Forum. Just below my window, I could see the sign on the side, or I think it was on top, of Rendezvous Ribs, <laughs> a true Memphis landmark. And I lived two blocks, I lived a two minute walk away from Rendezvous. And we wanna give this Memphis barbecue joint a big old y'all salute because it truly is one of the great places to go in Dixie for food and an environment. And the Virgos restaurant is absolutely a classic. And this week they're celebrating their 70th birthday in downtown Memphis with their dry rub rib specialty. We're talking royalty has dined there. I think, I think Prince Charles had the whole restaurant to himself a few years back. It, it, go in there, look at the pictures, just just an awesome place. And until I lived there in downtown Memphis two years ago, I didn't realize that even though the rendezvous is really a nighttime place where you go Tuesday through Saturday night primarily, I think it is. But if you go there like on Thursday and Friday at like lunchtime, you actually can go in there and eat. It, it's pretty neat. They've got ribs and they've got great tea, and don't tell them I sent you. But yeah, if you're in Memphis and you can't go at nighttime, you actually can sneak in there for a lunch deal, and it is absolutely awesome. They've got some great servers there, people like Jack Dyson, who's been working at Rendezvous for 55 years. And he said, dry barbecue, a lot of people like sauce, but we use the dry seasoning. And if you haven't had Rendezvous dry season, which you can buy some of their sauce in stores in certain parts of the South, it is truly a gem. And again, they're celebrating their 70th birthday right now 
rendezvous, a giant in Southern barbecue. Congratulations. And I need to get back to Memphis and pig out on some rendezvous ribs. A tourist visiting Florida will spend 15 days behind bars after taking 40 queen conch seashells from the water surrounding Key West. Diana Fiscal Gonzalez of Dallas was arrested on July 13th after someone reported seeing her pluck the conchs from the sea. She later pleaded no contest to taking the conch, saying she didn't know it was a crime and only planned to clean the shells and give them away as gifts. So if you're going to Key West and the Florida Keys, do not mess with the queen conchs. You can go to jail if you do that. They're very protective and rightfully so of the environment in the Sunshine State. Here's a, I don't want to give this a, the dumb title, the D-U-M-M dumb title, but this, this is something that's truly only in the South. In Kentucky, in Cave City, Kentucky to be exact, a pastor is drawing criticism because he's kicked out members of his congregation who failed to attend church regularly and contribute. Reverend Ryan Browers of Cave City Baptist Church told the local newspaper that he notified the people by a letter that their church membership had been revoked. The letter said members are expected to attend church regularly and to give regularly to its support. Woo, I'm glad my church hasn't sent me a letter. We would have a problem there, but no, I, I, I didn't even know you could get kicked out of a church until last year. I made a joke about it to someone and I was truly just kidding. And it caused a, a, caused a scene. Me and my big mouth, I was kidding that they got kicked out of the church and they didn't get kicked out. They chose, to, they chose to leave, but it had been a major problem for them. And I didn't know that. So I put foot in mouth. And yes, you can be excommunicated from your church, depending on whatever religion you are. And that happened in Kentucky in Cave City at the Cave City Baptist Church. If you don't go and you don't give money, they probably want more than 10% there, it sounds like you will be shown the door and that's what happened. So if you uh, are hearing this and you're a member of Cave City Baptist Church and you haven't been to church in the last couple of months and you haven't got a letter yet either, then you better go this Sunday. Maybe you need to go to church, to prayer meeting, to the Wednesday night service, everything they've got there at the Baptist Church and build your standing up so Reverend Brewers will not be angry at you. <laughs> Well, on the Y'all Show, when we come back, we're going to switch from Baptist Church bashing to football. We're going to talk SEC football, as we'll hear from the head coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores, Derek Mason, and we've got Will Muschamp of the South Carolina Gamecocks, both talking about their respective programs as we rewind to Thursday when both were at the SEC football media days in Atlanta. That's coming up. Plus, we'll look back at a great interview later this hour that we had on Monday with Cash Moore, the owner of caches in Emerald Coast, on the Emerald Coast of Florida, Destin, Fort Walton Beach. If you've ever been there on vacation, you've seen the billboards. And Cash Moore is going to be our special guest in just a few, right here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. 
Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming. 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot. And full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit and third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. When you don't have a big marketing budget, you have to wait until the opportunity is just right. Well, consider this your opportunity alarm going off. Vistaprint's semi-annual sale has arrived with up to 50% off site-wide, including custom postcards, signs, invitations, posters, and more. And with tons of business card options, like square cards, now's the time to get huge savings on them, too. Make the most of this opportunity. Go to vistaprint.com by July 24th and enter the promo code SAVEBIG. Back into the Y'all Show Friday afternoon with John Rawl. And here this week on Y'all, we've been giving you plenty of coverage of the SEC football media days from the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, Georgia. Everything I've seen thus far from the event, absolutely uh, uh, A+. plus. Everybody loved it. And here on the Y'all Show, actually, we may have achieved our greatest accomplishment in the history of, of accomplishments. We didn't make it to the Augusta National. We, we didn't become members of Augusta National Golf Club yet, okay? But we're pretty close, and we made it to the same state. Yeah, this week, the College Football Hall of Fame, at least their Twitter account, they followed the Y'all Show. <laughs> so does that mean that we're in the college football hall of fame already after one month of doing the y'all show? I think so. And we can all celebrate. You can tell everybody that we're in the college football hall of fame. Even got a, a like from the college football hall of fame on our episode this week that we mentioned how great the sec football media days was. So thank you college football hall of fame, this relatively new gym in downtown Atlanta next to Mercedes Benz stadium. We appreciate them. In fact, if you go to Twitter, they are at CFB Hall on Twitter, and they are following the Y'all Show. So thank you, College Football Hall of Fame. And you, too, can follow the Y'all Show, at Y'all Show, on Twitter. Okay. Well, Vanderbilt head football coach Derek Mason's not following the Y'all Show, but he ought to because we're following his football program. In 2017, the Commodores almost made it to bowl eligibility, they started the season 3-0, and but then they got creamed by Alabama in Nashville, 59 to nothing, and that got them reeling with a bunch of losses. They ended up having really a, a rather bad year, but 
they were able to beat the Tennessee Vols for the third straight year, if I'm not mistaken, on November 25th in Knoxville. They beat them 42-24. to And I apologize if it wasn't the third straight year. I think it was back-to-back years. At least Vanderbilt's knocked off Tennessee. Thus, a coaching change on Rocky Top. But Vanderbilt did finish 5-7 and seven this year. Uh, last year. This year, the Commodores once again get going against their Middle Tennessee rival, the MTSU Blue Raiders, as MTSU comes to Vanderbilt Stadium for a kickoff on September 1st, 6.30 p.m. And that game already going to be on the SEC Network alternate channel. And the Commodores also have a big game early in the season, traveling to South Bend to take on Notre Dame on September 15th. They start SEC play November or September 22nd against the South Carolina Gamecocks at Vanderbilt Stadium. So Vanderbilt at the mic this week, SEC Football Media Days. Here's their head coach, Derek Mason. From where we ended the season until where we are now, from December until now, it's been a grind. We've been able to uh, really with the unmet, unkept expectations of 2017, this group has had to grind. Uh, We've had to uh, get everything that there is to get uh, and understand that there are no days off. And so that's the approach that we've taken. Uh, the idea for me in looking back at 2017, and, um, and I do believe I need to start there, is that uh, this team is better um, because of what we went through, what we encountered a year ago. The idea of a fast start, the idea of struggling through the middle part of the schedule as we got into conference play, and then you know finishing the right way. It galvanized this football team, galvanized our players. Um, they haven't forgot it. I haven't let them forget it. And, and that's led us to, you know, this place where we are today. I'm back being uh, head coach of my program, and that's, that's, that's where I need to be. With the addition of Jason Tarver as defensive coordinator, um, it's, it's, it's actually uh, made it much easier for me uh, to see exactly what my program needs, what it wants, uh, and, and I trust Jason. Uh, I, I, I handed the reins over to Jason, and I, I only walked into one defensive meeting uh, this spring, and that was the first one. Other than that, uh, we're same guys, same philosophy, uh, same thoughts. Uh, we come from the same family tree, and it's been a seamless transition. Uh, guys like Aaron Moorhead, who was at uh, Texas A&M, before that, Virginia Tech, before that, Stanford University, uh, his experience is valued. Um, he developed guys like uh, Ty Montgomery, Doug Baldwin, uh, Christian Kirk, and now he gets to work with Kalijah Lipscomb and, and a host of young talent. So I'm excited about where he is. Terrence Brown uh, is a new addition. Um, it comes from the University of Washington where he worked with corners. He played for me at Stanford. He played in the system. He understands it. Um, the idea of, of bringing in, you know, Sean Minniga uh, as a special teams coordinator. The staff has been seamless in terms of the transition. The confidence is high. The energy is great. The swag is back uh, in the building. But more than anything else, the discipline, the work ethic, the RTI brand and mentality uh, is back. And I think our depth is better than it's ever been on both sides of the ball. So I'm excited about where this program is. I know people on the outside looking in don't know much because you don't spend much time on West End. If you do, uh, if you come out, you watch the practices, you understand exactly where we are, then you'd understand my excitement because I get a chance to be head coach. So now, with that being said, I'll turn it over uh, for any questions. Uh, Derek, when you think about your first year as a, as a head coach at the college level, what were some of the mistakes that you made that you had to learn from to get better? You know, some of it, well, I'll start with staffing. You know, um, hired, hired late in this process, uh, put together a staff that, 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 that 
that really was probably not my, my ideal staff, but it was what was available. And I think staffing is so important. To get it right the first time is exactly what you want to do. Uh, I mean, I, I, first time having to go through that, it, it, was, it, it was tough uh, because it's not about being right, it's about getting it right. And so having to make uh, staffing changes and understanding exactly what that was, the idea of, of watching somebody else, you know, call, your, call, call the defense and not necessarily understand the players and put those guys in the best possible position offensively and defensively to be successful. Uh, that, that, that was tough. I think the idea of, uh, you know, managing expectations, managing, uh, you know, in-game uh, adjustments, like in the SEC, in the environment that is the SEC, I think that's all on-the-job training. You know, man, for a first-year head coach, uh, if you ask Kirby, if you ask any of those guys who are stepping into it from a coordinator's position, I think they'd, they'd all say the same in year one. There's a lot to learn. But uh, going back and being, you know, defensive coordinator uh, was something that had to be done. But it took me away from the idea of being able to, to oversee everything in my program that was needed and necessary. It left me a, a, a little overloaded on one side uh, of the ball and really doing things that, 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 that really was meant for a bigger staff and, and, and a bigger idea. So now, uh, being, being five years in, uh, heading into my fifth season, I'm a different dude. Uh, I mean, I do feel seasoned. I do feel um, and that I do have better perspective. I feel like I have the right staff. I feel like um, we've been able to build recruiting, you know, in the right way. And what happens is, like a year ago, I looked at this team and you look at the depth and there wasn't enough. You know, we had guys who had come from other schools who were having to sit out a year. We had young guys that physically weren't ready to play and had to get reps. But now, I mean, I feel like I got a mature team with a quarterback. And I'm the guy sitting at the helm, and I'm excited about Vanderbilt football and everything Nashville, so let's go. There's the admiral of the Vanderbilt football team, Derek Mason, talking on this day's y'all show as he was at the mic at the SEC Football Media Days in Atlanta on Thursday. Also in hot Atlanta on Thursday was South Carolina head football coach Will Muschamp. This year, Muschamp enters his third year leading the Fighting Gamecocks. In 2017, Carolina was 9-4 and four overall, 5-3 and three in the SEC, and one of those wins was a very impressive 26-19 win over Coach Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines in the Outback Bowl. Good job, Gamecocks. The Carolina Gamecocks start their 2018 season against Coastal Carolina on September 1st. In the following week, they open SEC play at Williams-Brice Stadium against the Georgia Bulldogs. That's going to be a great one on CBS in the second week of this year's college football season. Coach Muschamp at the mic now. We'll hear him and make sure you pay attention because in this clip, he's going to talk about chocolate cake. Ooh, I wonder why. A lot of good things going on in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm really proud of two things, especially our new operations facility, uh, which will be finished in December. Uh, the, the Ken and Cindy Long Family uh, Football Operations Center, we appreciate their generous donation. Uh, but it's 110,000 square feet, $50 million. Uh, will house multiple nutrition stations, a dining facility, coaches' offices, meeting rooms, team meeting rooms, uh, players' lounge, barber shop, uh, training facility, uh, training room, uh, weight room, 20,000 square foot weight room. So everything you need to be a student athlete to be developed in is going to be in this facility. And it's, it shows the commitment and the investment uh, that we have at the University of South Carolina to our football program, and it joins our indoor. Uh, so it'll be as nice a development situation as there is in the country. But uh, academically, we finished first in the graduation rate last year in the Southeastern Conference and third in the country. 
Uh, we finished last year, uh, last spring, with a 287 cumulative GPA, which is third highest in school history. So really proud of two things off the field. Uh, I thought we made some good progress in spring with our football team. Offensively, you'll see a, a, a remarkable difference in tempo of game and being able to dictate the tempo of the game offensively. I was excited how that went uh, in the spring. And defensively, I think we're improving ourselves up front uh, with some really good young talent coming in. And uh, we need to continue to, to, to do that. And I'll open up for any questions. I was wondering if you could take a moment just to kind of look back on how influential you were on Kirby Smart's early coaching career. I know you guys both started out together pretty young. And when you ever, whenever you have a moment in your busy schedule, do you ever have time to kind of reflect on how far you guys have come since then? Um, yeah, I don't know how much uh, influence I had on his career. I think as much as anything, I was a defensive coordinator at Valdosta State. Kirby, I, I want to say he was with the Indianapolis Colts, and he got cut and uh, was looking for a job, and we needed a secondary coach. So he actually lived with Carol and I for about six months uh, his, <laughs> down in Valdosta when he started the job, and, uh, and we, had, we had a lot of fun. Chris Hatcher was our head football coach. We had a really good offensive football team. We were just okay on defense, uh, but we really had a, a lot of fun coaching together uh, and uh, you know, bouncing ideas off each other back and forth and uh, really enjoyed that time. And then I, I left and went to LSU. Uh, the next year, and, and he stayed on and became the coordinator there at Valdosta State and did a fantastic job, won a national championship with Chris. Uh, he wanted to put himself in a, in a, in a Division I situation and, and left to be a graduate assistant at, at Florida State. Uh, and when we had an opportunity to hire a secondary coach, I recommended him to Coach Saban, and Coach Saban interviewed him and felt very comfortable about hiring him and probably just took off from there. So, uh, But uh, I've got a tremendous respect for him as a football coach, and he's a, a really good friend of mine. Go down here on the left side, front row, far left. What has Brian McClendon done to unlock what has frankly been a pretty stagnant offense despite considerable talent? Well, I think as much as anything, and, and, and I would disagree with you from last year, we lost Debo Samuel, we lost Rico Dowdle, we lost four offensive linemen within a five-game uh, situation, which was very difficult to overcome. But with that being said, we had two true freshmen that played for us last year with Shai Smith, who really developed himself. I always say that one man's misfortune is another man's opportunity. Brian Edwards went into our feature role as a receiver, and, and Ortre Smith played as a true freshman for us last year. So you had two true freshmen playing at receiver and really played at a high level. Uh, but uh, I think as much as anything, the tempo is going to help us a lot. I think Jake plays better when we play fast. Uh, we have about 80 starts returning on our offensive line, and this will be our best line that we've had since, since I've been at South Carolina. I really like our skill position players at the receiver position. Obviously, getting Debo back helps. And the tight end position, we lost Hayden Hurst, who's a fantastic football player, first-round pick for the Baltimore Ravens. But KC Crosby is a guy that really had a good spring and can block at the point of attack. He's also a very valuable guy as far as his hands are concerned. Jacob August, Keel Pollard, Evan Henson, Kyle Markway's healthy at the tight end position. And we've had a good stable of backs. Because of injury, we've got some experience and some quality depth at the position. Well, I'm not sure if you've ever addressed it, but why all black on game day? I look skinnier. <laughs> It's true. It helps. I need all the help I can get. Frank Martin tells me to wear loose shirts. I don't untuck my shirt on game day. I won't look very good. Coach Gus Mazan today said that he thinks Bobby Bentley could be a coordinator or even a head coach in sure. the SEC. Just what, how have you seen that maybe in his short time up so far at South Carolina? Well, first of all, Bobby's a wonderful person. Uh, you know, he's just as good a person as you'll ever meet. Uh, but as a really good eye for, for recruiting, 
He works his butt off. He's made a difference in our program for some of the guys that he's, he's gone and signed. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and a really smart football coach. You know, I don't care what level you're on. When you win, you win. And he won a bunch of games at Burns High School. And he's done a, an outstanding job of transitioning to college and the different things that you go through as far as the recruiting and those things. And he has been excelled at those things. So I agree with, I agree with Gus. Uh, with your experience in the SEC and coaching defenses, can you ever remember a time when the league was this deep at quarterback? And just how have the challenges changed of planning for some of these quarterbacks over the years? Well, you know, I think 10 of 14 are back in, in our league, and I think everyone back on the East except for Kentucky. Uh, so, uh, but a lot of really good players. Drew Locke is a you know, guy on our side that's got a, got a howitzer for a right arm. Uh, Jake Bentley's a very good football player. Uh, Shermer at Vanderbilt, I really like a lot. He really hurt us in the, in the throwing game last year in our game down there in Columbia. Uh, so there's a lot of quality players. Jake Fromm is a true freshman. Well, the job he did at Georgia was fantastic. So uh, I, I think as much as anything, you know, the RPOs are a little bit of an issue now because it forces you really, if you want to stop a lot of the RPOs, you've got to play man coverage. Uh, to be able to stay on, stay on the route. And then if you don't match up well outside, then you create a lot of issues for yourself. You can't cover a guy. So uh, you, you've got to be multiple in what you do. And certainly when a quarterback's on, it's very hard to, to, to defeat a guy if you can't get him off rhythm. And that's what I was asked in the big room earlier, what's the one thing we need to take a step forward defensively? We need to rush four guys better. We need to be able to affect the guy, quarterback with rushing four guys because you can't get into a pressure deal all the time in playing man coverage. That, you know, too much chocolate cake will make you sick, and that, that, that'll dang sure make you sick. <laughs> will Muschamp getting me ready for some chocolate cake, and I, I love chocolate cake, and I love seeing what Will Muschamp's going to be able to do in South Carolina this year with the Gamecocks. Could they be the surprise team? Could they be a team that actually knocks off Georgia in week two and, and runs through the gauntlet of the SEC East and maybe punches their ticket back to Atlanta for their second appearance in the SEC football championship. We will watch Will Muschamp and Cocky and see what all goes on there in the home of the Cockabooses. Coming up on the next, uh, coming up after the break here on Y'all, stay with us. We're going to go to break and come back and talk about caches. Yeah, have you ever been on vacation in Destin? or Fort Walton Beach, Florida, or anywhere on the Emerald Coast. And if you've been down there for any time, you've, you've been cruising on the roads. And this time of year, you're probably cruising slowly on the roads with all the traffic they've got. Well, you'll see billboards all over the place for a store called Cash's, which is a liquor store. But he also has a lot of establishments like sports bars down in Florida, on the coast of Florida. Well, we had a chance to talk to Cash Moore himself on the Y'all Show this week. He was part of our Y'all Street Business Report. And after the timeout, we'll come back and talk to Cash, an Auburn alum, by the way, about his unique billboards and what else is going on with his business in the Sunshine State. That's up next on Y'all. What do you hear? Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car 
repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses? <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Me and Charlie Boy used to go walking Sitting in the woods behind my house We're back for the final segment of Hour One of Y'all with John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170. You can call, text, leave us a message. Send us a telegram. Whatever you need to do, we want to hear from you as we have this show on every day across the South. And in the South, we love our Southern businesses. We love to spotlight the little guys and the big guys, too, and the little girls and the big girls on the Y'all Show, no matter what the business is. If you have a suggestion of a good business or some th- something going on positive from a business standpoint across the Southeast, let us know. Y'all Show at y'all.com is our email address. Our number, again, 803-816-1170. Call or text. We'll take either one. I promise. We'll, we'll be nice about it, too. Well, this week on the Y'all Street Business Report that we had on Monday, I invited Cash Moore, the owner of Cash's, which is in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Crestview, Florida, Okaloosa, and Walton Counties in Florida. If you've ever gone on vacation in that area, You can't help but see Cash's stores and Cash's billboards that are all over the place. And he's done quite well. And we're going to hear a clip now of our interview. We encourage you to go into podcasts in iTunes and get the entire show from Monday and hear the entire interview with Cash more if you want to hear all about his business. But he was our featured spotlight this week in our Y'all Street Business Report. And one of the things Cash does is he has these billboards up that are really eye catching and and his business is eye catching we talked about all of that here in our friday rewind we're going to go back to our y'all street business report with cash Moore. you get a lot of attention with these billboards it sounds like you had a chance when you got started getting in the billboard business and i'm going to get to the one that got you some attention about two years ago but this one struck me the last time i was in the area you've got a, a great picture of you and your daughter who's named cashin and the billboard is gigantic. You can't help but notice. I'm sure you had more than one out there. But it's a picture of you and your daughter cashing together. And it's gigantic letters. Auburn graduate. Now help me find her a husband 
and my credit card back. <laughs> that, well, it, that's it, it, didn't, it, it didn't work. Oh, it didn't. No, we, I, uh, I got two grandchildren, a four and a half year old and a two and a half year old boy named Cash. And I'll be damned I have not got the credit card back yet. Okay, well, did she find a husband? Well, she's uh, she's been engaged now for quite a while. Okay. But they haven't gotten married yet. Okay, so that billboard, do you, you still have that billboard up? No, we just, we just, re between her fiance and her, it was time I took it down. Okay. And she works, she works in the office right next to me. <laughs> and now she sort of runs about 70% or more of the company. Really? And uh, so we replaced it with one that created more controversy than ever. Okay. Is that the one that was inspired by, I guess, our current president of the United States? Well, <laughs> a little bit. It's uh, it's got a picture of me on it, and it's got uh, a giant billboard that says, uh, "Getting people laid and happy since 1965." Yeah, it's got huge letters, caches, getting America laid and happy since 1965, and some people didn't like that billboard there in your area. Well. We had, naturally, we had some uh, churches that it didn't approve of it. And that billboard, I, I think I had about six or seven interviews in my office from TV stations all the way from over to Mobile to Dothan, Alabama to Montgomery. You know, everywhere is about that. Mm. And they, they contacted the local state, you know, about, could they do something about that billboard? One of our local county commissioners, which is real exciting. <laughs> and uh, he was informed is on private property. And they can't do nothing about that. And I was interviewed several times. And, of course, my answer was they were worried about the kids. And that's a farming community up there. And I think by now they know where those hogs and those cows and stuff come from. But if they don't, all these kids listening to their iPads and their radios and stuff, I, I didn't think that was out of line, but that was my own personal opinion. That was good stuff there with Cashmore, owner of Cash's Liquors, Cash's Sports Bar in Fort Walton Beach and Destin, Florida. And he's got a bunch of other towns in that area where he has his establishments. Go check it out. Tell him you heard it on the Y'all Show. I'm sure he'll get a big kick out of that. And if you're an Auburn fan, make sure you tell him you're an Auburn fan because he loves Auburn. Goes to all the games, it sounds like. And War Eagle to you, Cash. Thank you for being our special guest on the Y'all Street Business Report on Monday. That was our Friday Rewind where we go back and look at a great interview from this week on the Friday edition of Y'all. And so we, we appreciate having an encore of that fun interview from Monday of this past of this week, rather. Coming up in hour two of the Y'all Show, we're going to start it off with our David Lee Murphy home run of songs. We're going to have Dust on the Bottle, Party Crowd, and we've got another fun song for the summer that we're putting into the mix. That's coming up starting hour two. Plus, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. A lot of fun there. And we'll close it out with From Dixie with Love. God bless the South. This is the Y'all Show. Hang on. Hour two's right around the corner here with John Rawls.
Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Go to GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium, Music Streaming, 15 Gigabytes Mobile Hotspot, and Full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan for Sprint account features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. The Friday Free For Y'all is back. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl, and this is David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart, and she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming her back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick When blues can't hang around 
With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Stop planning them back and laughing out loud With smoke so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for a party crowd Everybody, roll the window down. Let's hear ya. Looking for a party crowd. Laughing out loud. It's Friday. And the y'all show today to meet Murphy. With the jukebox. Oh, yeah, man, I love that song. It is Friday. It is the y'all show. This is the show for by and about y'all the people of the south america's greatest region the greatest region in the greatest country in the greatest country of the greatest country of the world i'm i'm excited and you should be too it's quitting time on a friday <laughs> well if you're fortunate enough to get off work and head home or wherever you have in store for the weekend woo man this isn't this isn't this fun ain't this fun <laughs> David Lee Murphy. This is our montage of great music on a Friday. We just heard Party Crowd. Well, we always have David Lee Murphy play two songs for us, at least two songs. And so, DLM, if you're ready, let's get ready for the second part of our montage on this Friday Free For Y'all. This is Dust on the Bottle. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom It's one of those things that gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with
country from david lee murphy on the y'all show friday afternoon time to sit back as we said earlier roll that window down or if you're too scared to do that because some critters might come in then turn that ac up i know it's hot i know you've had a long week i know that people are trying to burn your phone up right now but sit back you deserve this you deserve your mantage even if you're female you deserve it. It's a woman tige. Call it whatever you want. We're just glad you've tuned in here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl, our Friday free for y'all. Phil Vassar, we're going to play a song from him next. Phil Vassar, a great country music artist from Lynchburg, Virginia. Recently saw him on Fox and Friends. He stopped by and did a little concert. Just such a talented guy. He put out seven studio albums and had all kind of hit songs both as a singer and a songwriter. We're going to go back to 2001 for this one. It's a great song for this time of year and a great song for this day of the week. It's Six Pack Summer from Bill Vassar on the Y'all Show. Winter sure was cold and miserable Cooped up, shut down Baby, it was pitiful Anyhow, it's over now We owe it to to have a little fun The pace car's pacing Now the green flag's waving Oh, another six-pack of summer coming Sing to me, babe, I'll be your dashboard drummer And let's turn the radio up I'm 
guy that put Uber in the word Uber, and I'm not talking about the car, the uber-talented Phil Vassar, six-pack summer. And that wraps up our Friday montage of great music here on the Y'all Show. Hopefully you enjoyed this free for y'all. Well, we're not done, as we've got a lot more coming up on this Friday edition of Y'all. Coming up next, it's hashtag hullabaloo. We're going to go through the social media world and find out what is going on with y'all and what you are saying. Whether it's you're talking about food, maybe you've got something to say about the country. And also on social media, I found out a friend of mine's dad passed away, and we'll give him a tribute. This North Carolinian passed away the other day. We'll, we'll have that, and he has a celebrity connection, so you'll want to make sure you stick around for that. Plus, as we close out this week's show, there are eight new movies that are out today. And what are they, and should you make time to go to the theater this weekend? Plus, golf's in Scotland for the Open Championship this weekend. We've got a little news on that, plus the NFL. Most every team will be in camp starting next week, and we've got reporting dates and much more information on the NFL. Stay with us. You're listening to Y'all with John Rawl. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint Network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan for Sprint account features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums use rules and restrictions apply. Back into the Y'all Show on our last hour of the week. John Rawl, thanking you for being with us. Our number, 803-816-1170. Number you can call or text anytime. We want to hear from y'all now. Now, be Southern. We Southerners don't like to keep quiet. We get, get off that couch and go find that smartphone and text us if you want questions, comments, anything. We're, we're big people here. We can handle it. So send it our way here on the Y'all Show. Going to have a great week next week. So make sure you tune in all of next week for more Y'all. We won't have the SEC football media days to cover next week, but I'm going to try to dig up some good audio that may have come from the ACC football media days that were also held this week. We had a report on that on Wednesday's show, but we will likely have some good audio from that on the coming week's Y'all Show. So if you're ACC lovers out there, that got a little mad at our coverage of SEC. Well, hold on, hold on. And Big 12, you had a media day also last week. We'll try to give you some love if you're a big Horns fan or perhaps you like the Sooners or the Pokes, any of those teams in the Big 12. We love you too, and we'll, we'll get to you. 
We're going to cover it all. Plus, we're mixing in all the small colleges out there. What we call Sports Lamb Yap is always on Tuesday where we give love to smaller conferences, both on the FBS and FCS level. This, this week, you may have listened to us and you may have heard us report on the honors for Conference USA as they had all kinds of awards there in that conference where the Florida Atlantic Owls are your defending champs of CUSA. Now, time for what we call hashtag hullabaloo, and we created a intro for this, and we have to play it for you. Hash. Tag. Hullabaloo. Hashtag hullabaloo. God, that guy sounds familiar. Hashtag hullabaloo back with you as we wrap up a Friday and we're looking at social media madness all over the galaxy. And let's jump headfirst into this. Got to jump off the, the deep end on the hashtag hullabaloo. Don't be scared. Don't be scared, friends. It's not that bad. Rachel Robery at Rachel Rhetoric on Twitter. This is a good tweet coming from Rachel. She says, when the boyfriend knows you had a hard day at work and you come home to him cooking jambalaya from your mama's recipe binder, that's real love, folks. Bless you, K.A. Salamander. I love you so much. Don't you love it when people just find love? And part of that love involves food and southern food and jambalaya, which she has a great picture on her Twitter account at Rachel Rhetoric of the jambalaya being cooked by her lover, her boyfriend, she says. That is real love. I can honestly say that in my relationships, at least to date, no one has ever cooked jambalaya for me. And that, as Ross Perot would say, that's just sad. It is sad. It's maybe a reason my relationships have all gone haywire through the decades. But yes, that is great. I'm glad that Jambalaya can bring you together. And uh, Rachel, um, I wish I knew where you live. That looks so good. I'd like to get a little taste of that. By the way, it's not probably as good as yours, Rachel. I know it can't be, but if you're really in a pinch for some kind of jambalaya-related anything, there's two options that I think you should all be be aware of. One is a, a, a chain, fast food chain, Popeyes. They have pretty good seasoning, and they have pretty good, I think they've got jambalaya, I think, but they've got at least something like that. That That is an option if you live near a Popeye's restaurant. And then there is Progresso, and I need to go look in the kitchen and make sure I've got the name right. But there's a, a soup brand. I think, I think it's called Progresso. They have a wonderful Cajun selection of offerings. Cajun chicken and rice, I think, is one of their options. And someone actually at a Walmart one time, not long ago, said when I was checking out, she was she was like, "Man, you you need to try that right there." And it was something she was checking out. And I am right; it is Progresso. And she said, "There's nothing like Progresso." And I'd never had Progresso, 
By the way, Progresso, this is the y'all show. Send your royalty check to me, please. We're going to give you some love here on the, prog on the program. But yeah, they have a lot of choices, uh, and they sell it in Walmart. I think I've seen it in the Dollar General stores around the southeast. But yeah, they have all kinds of good soup offerings. Like I said, the Cajun is, is one of their offerings that they have. They've got something called chicken and homestyle noodles that's really good, beef pot roast. They've got gluten-free choices, vegetarian choices. Man, I'm getting hungry. The good news about Progresso, you just rip that top of the can off and you're, you're devouring it. And their cans are pretty big. We love our Campbell's. God bless Campbell's for all the years. If you were in school like me, you collected Campbell's soup can labels for fundraisers. But their cans are small compared to Progresso. So I know Progresso is probably a little bit more expensive, but the taste is quite good if you are into firing up a, a can. So I don't know how I got sidetracked talking about Progresso soup, but that jambalaya certainly, it, 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 makes you, it makes you get off course, no doubt about it. Hey, here's something from Barry Dunlap, at Barry Dunlap on Twitter. You might be in a small southern town if the speed limit is 45 at the top of the hill and 25 at the bottom, and the sheriff's brother owns a brake shop. <laughs> Barry, where are you? I need to know where you might be because I, I think that is a recurring problem. I've been stopped more than once, and my stops aren't for going 20 miles over the speed limit, perhaps like yours were. Mine were going like two miles over the speed limit. And I think it's an absolute scam some towns out there run. We, we love our boys in blue. We really do. But sometimes you have to wonder if uh, they just have to have meat quotas. I, I know that, that that's a kind of taboo thing to talk about. But golly, I've been to some towns where they, they just give a ticket for speeding for, for no real reason. Barry Dunlap, it looks like he lives in Walker, Louisiana. So I don't know if this happened in Walker, but perhaps if you're in Walker, look up and see if the sheriff's brother owns a brake shop and they want to give the brother a little love, financially at least. But slow down, follow the speed limit signs, and maybe in Walker, Louisiana, make sure that you follow the speed limit, especially around the sheriff's brother's brake shop. And I know... I'm casting judgment on Walker, but maybe maybe it's another town in Louisiana. Barry, we appreciate your comments, though, and we'll keep it, keep it in mind. I'm check, checking out the old map here. Walker is in Livingston Parish, Louisiana, which is just around Baton Rouge, not far from Baton Rouge at all. Walker is the pine tree capital of the world. Motto is just what you're looking for. I don't know if I've been to Walker. I really don't. I think Walker, I think, is on the east side of the Mississippi River, south of Baton Rouge, if my memory serves me correctly. Now, what's crazy about the Mississippi River around Baton Rouge, there's at least one or two parishes where the river splits a parish in two, and a parish has both sides of the mighty Mississippi in it. Livingston's parish is its uh, parish seat is Livingston. So if you're heading down to Cajun Country, that is right there in Cajun Country. Barry Dunlap, thank you, sir, for that information on slowing down. 
PD Bradley at PD Bradley on Twitter. 57%, the percentage of people who pronounce pecan as pecan versus 43% who pronounce it as pecan, according to Cola Today's very controversial poll. Which one are you? Now, we had this great discussion on a recent y'all. I, I had it with Matt Hermans, who is our barrister barbecue. We heard from him earlier this week. And I get laughed at since I don't live in my native South Carolina anymore where pecan is the more common pronunciation of P-E-C-A-N. But I know South Carolina is not an, on an island by itself. There's other parts of the South that say pecan. When I first started hanging around my first wife and her family who were from Alabama, when I said pecan, I thought they were going to fall out of their chair laughing at me. They thought I was such a Yankee because I said pecan. I thought they were a Yankee because they said pecan. I mean, you talk about sounding stuck up and being a snob. I want to go have a piece of pecan pie. That's how I felt. They thought I was a Yankee. I thought I sounded like a redneck. Hey, I want a piece of that pecan pie. So this poll, which is in my native state, by the way, shows that 57% of the people pronounce pecan as P-E-E-C-A-N, pecan, not pecan. I would love to have this poll in Tuscaloosa. I'd love to have this poll in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or Jackson, Tennessee. Pick, pick a state. Pick a city. We need to have that and solve this problem. This is a major problem. I don't know if the Russians could solve this problem. Is it pecan or is it pecan? Or as I said the other day, I literally lived on the border of the Chattahoochee River last year in North Georgia, which my theory is the Chattahoochee River is kind of the dividing line between how to pronounce this word. East of the Chattahoochee, it's pecan. West of the Chattahoochee, it's pecan. So I'm living about two miles from the Chattahoochee River in 2017. And wouldn't you know it, I found a new way to pronounce the word. And it's a conglomeration of both of those other pronunciations. It's pecan. That's how they said it in North Georgia, right on the banks of the Chattahoochee. So, mm, man, what a great region. See, you, you don't have these kind of discussions when you live in a boring place like Oregon or Colorado even. I know you can go smoke pot in Colorado, but you can't make a pecan pie in Colorado, okay? So we got you beat. Matt Norvell on Twitter, at Salamuki is the Twitter account. This may explain a lot of my heritage, hashtag Southern. And he's got a link to a story that I've got to check to see if this is true. But he's got this link to explain why his heritage may be altered. Hot dogs and beef jerky have been linked to mania in a study. So that's why some of us are crazy. That's why. Hot dogs and beef jerky. I don't do beef jerky. Maybe you do. I don't do the other cracklings and what else? Uh, pig ears. I mean, who the heck wants to eat a pig ear? But some people do. 
and bless your heart if you're one of those people. But according to a study, and I'm going to let you Google it and find out yourself, hot dogs and beef jerky have been linked to mania. And Matt, thank you for sharing that. We'll have to look it up and see what kind of truth there is there in that study. This is a serious tweet from the University of Arkansas Press's Twitter account, UA, UARC Press on Twitter. Now available, Inventing Authenticity, How Cookbook Writers Redefine Southern Identity by Carrie Helms Tippin, part of the University of Arkansas Press's Food and Foodways series. Again, the book, Inventing Authenticity, How Cookbook Writers Redefine Southern Identity. Hey, at UARC Press, send me a copy. I'd love to take a look at that further and find out what, what's in that book by Carrie Helms Tippin. I used to get tons of books sent to me with Y'all Magazine. Y'all.com, by the way, is our website. Then and now, Y'all.com. But I had a whole wall of books, Southern books, sent to me as publisher of a magazine about the South. You get all kind of goodies. So we need to build up our library here at the Y'all Show. And if I'm a nice guy, which I am a nice guy, I'll do exactly what I did with that wall of books because after closing our office and having a storage unit and such, I really didn't want to fool with them. So I gave them all away. But there were some very nice books through the years. And perhaps this book from the University of Arkansas Press is right there with the other ones as being great books. Hey, kudos to Lara Lynn Carter. I think that's how you say her first name. It's either Laura Lynn or Lara Lynn Carter. She's an Emmy Award-winning TV host of Time for Sharing on Georgia Public Broadcasting. She's from Albany, Georgia. She's an author, a chef, and creator of At Wicker and Whisk. And she has a tweet out there that I wanted to share, at Lara Lynn Carter on Twitter. I finally got to see the cover of my new cookbook, I am so excited. So, University of Arkansas Press, do you have Miss Carter's cookbook in your mix? Her book, cookbook, a new one that's out that you can check out, especially if you're a Georgian, listen to our show, and you've seen her on GPB. Her book is called Skinny Southern, 90 Reinvented Classics Without the Guilt. That is the problem with our beloved region. We have wonderful food, but most of it, includes sugar, and it means that it's going to be a harder thing for you to have that nice figure. Therefore, that's why the South leads the country in obesity and diabetes on all the other ills and woes. But Laura Lynn Carter, at Laura Lynn Carter on Twitter, thank you for that. We'll check that out. And hey, if you're listening, y'all show, send us a book. Maybe we can try some of these 90 reinvented classics without the guilt. Jared on Twitter, at OHJared, ending the night with homemade gluten-free oatmeal cookies, a sweet treat for my full week of hard work, all things in moderation. See, I guess he's making an effort to try to stay away from the diabetes of the world and the obesities of the world. Jared, good job there. I need to find out how to do that gluten-free. I don't know if gluten-free isn't, I don't think that means sugar-free, but at least you're making a move in the right direction. So good job, Jared. 
Country Workshop, at Country Work SHP on Twitter. They're a company that makes all kinds of signs, and I caught this sign that they had made and thought we should share it with you with a nice message. Flip-flops, the glass slippers of the South. <laughs> flip-flops. Uh, hopefully you like flip-flops. I know my, my son likes to wear them. He's just a youngster. He busted his butt, though, going down some stairs the other day. So if you wear flip-flops, you better be careful going up, up and down stairs, especially if there's any water on them whatsoever. But I think you can be a little bit more clumsy wearing flip-flops than you are with traditional shoes. I don't wear flip-flops. I don't wear Birkenstocks. I don't wear any of the El Cheapos that you might see. Now, the only exception is if I'm going to a public shower house or somewhere like that where you need to take a shower and I don't want to have athlete's foot all over me, I'll find a pair of flip-flops and put on for that reason. But I just don't like that plastic thing that goes between your big toe and the toe beside it. It's so uncomfortable to me. And I don't think they're that comfortable to walk in. But I know ladies... God bless you. You have to wear flip-flops all the time, more than men, I assume. And uh, I know Jesus wore sandals, so God bless, and God did bless Jesus. God blessed all of us. But in Jesus' day, they had sandals, I guess. I may have been one of those that may have just gone barefoot in biblical times. But flip-flops, the glass slippers of the South. If you have that motto, if that's your battle cry, Check out at Country Workshop and get that sign sent your way. Be a great thing for a beach house, perhaps a lake house in the summertime. Jenny Marie on Twitter, her account is at Muller's Angels 2. Let me share a secret. For many years, I've wanted to live down south. One of these years, I'll make it a reality. <laughs> Jenny. We have reached our limit. We cannot take any more people that are not Southern in the South. We're going to build a wall. We don't need to build a wall with Mexico. We need to build a wall on the Mason-Dixon line. Just kidding. No, we, we, we know that many of you may be listening or from somewhere else besides the South. You may have been born elsewhere, but you got here as fast as you can. And if you're able to come and, and acclimate, more power to you. Glad you're here. The South's better off having a mixture of people. However, if you're from the North and you come South and you constantly bash us and you constantly say how much better it is and how we should be doing it like they do up North, then you probably have seen the signs, speaking of the signs in the few seconds ago, you probably seen the sign saying, we don't care how y'all did it up North. Or maybe the sign that says I-95 has a northbound lane, not just a southbound lane. That's how many of us feel. If you are a smart aleck Yankee, if you're a nice Yankee and you like or I, what I call a copperhead, then we glad you welcome you into our southern fraternity or sorority. <laughs> and we need your input. We need your money. We need your love. And you can help us out. But uh, Jenny, yeah, come on. If you, if you can afford it, come on. We'd, we'd love to have you just uh, keep those opinions about how great it is up north to yourself, okay? Now, this is a serious tweet coming out from Ducks Unlimited. They have an account at DU Southern News, and they've got a map of the southern region from a duck concentration standpoint. 
and my goodness, ducks love the Mississippi River. No strange or strange statement there, I'm sure, especially if you're into duck hunting. But this map is solid green, really from the Sabine River between Texas and Louisiana going north and then kind of curving over toward Shreveport, working its way over to the Mississippi Delta, the East Arkansas area, Crowley's Ridge going north all the way up to Missouri, Tennessee. You've got some of the heavy concentration of ducks along the Gulf Coast of Texas, heavy concentration. Now the rest of the South, there's hit and miss places to find good ducks. It looks like some of North Carolina's coastal area, South Carolina coastal area. But other than that, you really need to make an effort to go to a place like Stuttgart, Arkansas, or somewhere like Clarksdale, Mississippi. If you want to get into good duck hunting, you really should make plans in the fall whenever duck season really kicks in. I think somewhere around Thanksgiving. I'm, I've never been duck hunting. I know a lot of people that do it and love it. But that is an interesting map put out by the Ducks Unlimited of the South. Check it out at DU Southern News. Outdoors talk, we will have that here on the Y'all Show. I am no great outdoorsman, so I'll have to lean on other people who know more about it than me. But I realize how in the South we have a lot of people that love to hunt and fish. And it's big business, and we'll talk about it on the Y'all Show. Okay? So glad to share that from Ducks Unlimited, who do great work across the South with their efforts to preserve ducks. This tweet comes from the Twitter account at the Signaturist. I think it's a Twitter account that studies authentic autographs and such. And they've got a tweet out that is a signed letter from Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy and a former senator from Mississippi. And this is a signed letter from him that is titled Sovereignty of the States Letter. And I can't read it because it's a little too far off, the picture is. But I think this may be a signed letter of his address he gave to the U.S. Senate on January 21st, 1861, when he retired from the U.S. Senate after Mississippi seceded from the Union on January 9th, 1861. And Jefferson Davis, who really wasn't for secession as a result of his home state seceding, from the Union had to leave Congress and go back to Mississippi where he would ultimately be chosen to be the president of the Confederacy. This looks like to be a copy of that original resignation letter from the Senate of the U.S. Jeff Davis, who was a Mexican-American war hero and also had been an executive in the cabinet of, it wasn't Buchanan, it was one of those other presidents in the 1850s. I apologize. I should know my history a little bit better. But Jeff Davis' letter, good stuff there on Twitter. Now, zipping through the last of these for hashtag hullabaloo, Melissa Bridges at Lissy K-A-R. What can I say? I'm multifaceted. And she's got a picture of Garden and Gun magazine, which is doing a good job of their angle on the South. And her other magazine she's got in the picture is of Wired magazine. So, Melissa, yeah, you are multifaceted. Sky L. McDonald put on Twitter, at writer Sky McD, where are my Southern writer tweets? Thoughts on this? And what she put there was a link to a story on NewYorkTimes.com. It's an opinion piece titled, What is a Southern writer anyway? 
and it's written by Margaret Rinke of the New York Times. Again, this is a piece called What is a Southern Writer Anyway? And if you are into Southern writing and you want to see what Rinke said in the opinion piece, then go to nytimes.com. I'm curious to see what she wrote herself. I'm a Southern writer, and I don't know what I am, but maybe I need to go to Rinke's article and find out. But Sky McDonald, thank you for sharing that. Now, finally, on the hashtag blue, a sad note, as Harry Galifianakis passed away in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. He was 82 years old. He died on Sunday. Now, with the last name of Galifianakis, yes, the father of actor Zach Galifianakis, the father of a friend of mine, Merritt Owings. Merritt is married to my college friend, Palmer, and she really stunned me a year and a half ago. I was in Charleston, South Carolina, where she and Palmer live. I was taking my son to the South Carolina Aquarium, and I assume if, you, if you're if you from an area, you don't really go to see the museums that much. Well, my son and I were touring the aquarium there in Charleston, and all of a sudden, says, a lady says, hey, John, <laughs> and it was Merritt. And I couldn't believe that, A, she would even recognize me, but B, that she would be as a Charleston resident at a aquarium, like right around Christmas. But come to find out, South Carolina Aquarium offers some kind of pass where local families get a real discount and really are drawn to come there for lots of occasions throughout the year. So good job, South Carolina Aquarium. Merritt, Palmer, the rest of your family, I don't know your brother, Zach, but he is a funny son of a gun. I just saw a video put out this week of Zach Galifianakis being on the uh, Jerry Seinfeld's upcoming Netflix show, Comedians Getting Coffee, I think is the name of it. And Galifianakis is one of his first targets. And they, they just it's just funny. Zach Galifianakis is a native North Carolinian, obviously from the Wilkesboro area. He went to school at NC State. Yes, he's a Wolfpack guy. But uh, Galifianakis family will keep your in our thoughts and prayers as your dad, Harry, passed away at the age of 82. Well, we will take a break here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll, speaking of actors like Zach Galifianakis, we'll take a quick look at some new movie releases this weekend and remind you that one of the biggest golf tournaments in all of golf going on this weekend across the pond. We'll have information with that and from Dixie with Love. We'll get out of here with a great song. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today... 
I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Call GEICO and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. The Y'all Show, closing shop on another week. Thank you for being with us here on the show all about the South. At Y'all Show is our Twitter account, 803-816-1170 is how you can text us any old time. John Rawl, thanking you again for being with us. And as we close things down for the week, want to quickly go through the list of new movies. A lot of them, eight of them, in fact, coming out today. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. That's out. Stars Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried. Also, The Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington hits theaters. Unfriended Dark Web is out. Blind Spotting, a limited release movie, is out today, as well as McQueen from Alexander McQueen. That is the star of that movie. You also have a documentary, Generation Wealth. Also today coming out is Tifa in Trouble, a comedy and an action mystery thriller, Damascus Cover. So those are your new movies available today. If you're lucky to live in an area where one or all of these are out, check it out. Now to some sports notes before we close shop. In the NFL, the every team, I think, will be in camp starting next week. And as we look around our NFL's southern representatives, the Miami Dolphins, Veterans report July 25th to the site in Davie, Florida. In the AFC North, the Ravens are already in camp. They play that first preseason game in Canton, Ohio in early August. The Cincinnati Bengals report July 25th to Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. Also in the AFC South, the Houston Texans, Texans are going to be going to Green, the Greenbrier in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, as they start July 25th. The Jacksonville Jaguars also a 25th of July start. They'll be at their home field in Jacksonville. And the Tennessee Titans, another July 25th start at St. Thomas Sports Park in Music City. Kansas City Chiefs, they start July 25th at Missouri Western State University in St. Joseph. In the NFC East, the boys of Dallas, they start on the 25th of July in Oxnard, California. Going all the way out to California to start camp. In Richmond, Virginia, the capital of Virginia, that's where the Washington Redskins start camp on the 25th of July. In the NFC North, I know a lot of Packers fans out there, you're the 25th of July start at St. Norbert College. Now to the NFC South, the Falcons start on the 26th of July at the training facility in Flowery Branch. The Carolina Panthers make their annual journey to Spartanburg, where they start camp on the 25th of July at Walford College. The New Orleans Saints in Metairie at their training facility starting on July 25th, and the Buccaneers start in Tampa on the 25th at their home place. And that is a look at NFL start dates if you're a fan of any of those teams. Finally, in golf, it's the Open Championship this weekend. Jordan Spieth hopes to defend his crown there at this maybe the most prestigious title someone can have in the game of golf. 
I think the Masters is a, is a bigger deal. U.S. Open champs a big deal, but man, with the history of the game starting across the pond, it's always fun to see so much different than any other course. No matter what course they have it on in England or Scotland, it's so much different from what we find here in Dixie. Well, thank you for being with us on another week of y'all. Enjoyed having all the SEC talk. We'll have a lot more coming up on the Monday, y'all. We'll have our Y'all Street business report and so much more. Have a wonderful weekend from Dixie with Love's going to wrap it up for us here today. Thank you again. You've been listening to y'all, the show all about the South with John Rawl. Have a great one. presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Go to GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed.